This time on No Not the Mind Probe, episode number 42, The Doctor is Out. Welcome to No, Not the Mind Probe. You're a musical <laughs> one. Uh, yeah. We were watching Schmigadoon. We're just having a great time. Is it good? It's very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is not a podcast where we watch and rank every single no, Doctor Story. That's, and that that's is a big show. failure. Yeah, right. <laughs> that is this show. Uh, yeah. My name is John Grant, uh, and the Doctor has always been in for me, um, hmm. even though it wasn't for most of the rest of the world, because I am a lifelong Doctor Who fan, and I have been watching it for, for 36 years, people. That's like a whole person who went to like college and then med school and right. then practiced medicine for a few right. years and then moved back in with his parents and live in the yeah. basement and watches Doctor Who. Yeah. That yeah. Is. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's it. My name is Porter Mason. Yeah. John's been asking me to watch Doctor Who for 24 years and the doctor was out for mm. those for the for a long time of those. But yeah. I finally said yes. Uh, well, a little little under a year ago. We'll be mm. up on our our um Pod, podcast anniversary, not in oh, not yeah. too long. Like a cake or something, we should probably. Yeah. Probably. We should send a cake while we're recording. <laughs> each listener. Uh, yeah. Guys, if you're a listener. Two cakes. <laughs> please write in. We will send you a cake. Yeah. Uh, each episode of this podcast, we look at two stories. We're going through the. I don't know how to say it. I know it's called New Who, but it is not new what we mm. are watching. Mm. So I. But. The newer, the the modern Doctor Fresher? Who series. No, that's not good. Uh, um, the modern, the 21st century Doctor Who series. High, high definition? No, because I'm watching the old ones on no, Blu-ray. No, no. They really that, stand not, up. Yeah, We're not quite there yet, actually. Mm. Well, well oh, right. oh, no, true. not there yet. That's true. Um, right. Anyway, and then uh, John, who's yep. been, you know, Present. mumbling around this introduction, uh, <laughs> he, he pairs <laughs> up the modern Who story with a classic Doctor Who story. John, what do we have in store for this episode? Ah, well, this episode, we're, we're, we're rocketing into the season mm. finale. Uh, a great debate over whether this is actually part a third part of a three-part season, or first part of a three-part season finale, or if it's okay. a prologue, or anything. Um, but it is, we've had a Doctor uh, a Donna Light episode last week, because she was busy recording the Doctor Light episode for this week. So we are watching turn left uh, which features donna and kind of rose in a doctorish role i guess in some ways um mm-hmm. and we have paired that because i am and as we'll find as we discuss this episode i really don't know what to do with turn left and i didn't <laughs> there's really not a lot like it in the canon so uh i went i zigged uh, or i zagged instead of zigged and I, I went with the daleks invasion earth 2150 a.d the peter cushing the second peter cushing uh dalek movie um, uh, because, uh, it made as much sense as anything else I could have put there. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's rewatch these odd little episodes of yeah, Doctor yeah. Who. Um, first we will start with turn left. And as, as John mentioned, you know, the Lincoln's Lincoln Douglas debates, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the French revolution, the many great debates of our time. And then mm-hmm. this is another one of them as to whether this is part of, uh, yeah, yeah. the the season finale or not, but it certainly leads into it regardless. It is episode eleven of the fourth season. Uh, the twenty first of June two thousand eight is when it aired, and uh, we, as we mentioned, it's the tenth Doctor and Donna, but it's it's really Donna. Um, yeah. and 
a lot of a, a sort of cast of of thousands of the Doctor mm-hmm. Whoverse. Um, well, so slowly being bumped off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It's if you're a Doctor Who fan, it's great because you get to watch all your favorite characters come back and die. So yeah, it's really enjoyable. Die. Yep. Mm. Uh, you did prepare a little clip, I, which I I'm gonna play for us. One of the things I do. Powering up. Do you know it's gonna work? Hmm? Oh, yeah, we we don't. We're just we're just guessing. <laughs> Brilliant. Just remember when you get to the junction, change the car's direction by one minute past ten. How do I do that? It's up to you. Well, I just have to run up to myself and have a good argument. Love to see that. Activate lodestone. I'm ready. One minute past ten. Because I understand now. You said I was going to die, but you mean this whole world is going to blink out of existence. But that's not dying. Because a better world takes its place. The doctor's world. And I'm still alive. That's right, isn't it? I don't die. If I change things, I don't die. That's... That's right, isn't it? I'm sorry. But I can't die! I've got a future! With the doctor, you told me! Activate! Again, Catherine, Catherine Tate just phoning in her performance yet again. There. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, really. You know, again, you know, everybody's always like, "Oh, comedians, they just can't act." And it's, we're obviously, I mean, you know, I think this is obviously a lot of work with editing and directors. I mean, probably the original cut was like, "No, this is another fine mess you've gotten us into, Rose." And like, <laughs> like, Catherine, I think you're not quite getting the tone here. Uh, but yes, got two to force from Miss Tate. I'm glad you picked that. I definitely have. Uh, I probably have more mixed feelings. And you, because I generally like this, but um, it's just some certain stuff. It's sort of all over the place of like, so what? So Rose, uh, did she lie to her? Is she? It's very confusing, everything that's mm. going on. Um, not confusing as to what exactly is happening. It's actually understandable what's happening, which is fine. Um, anyway, let me recount yeah. the old plot here. Yeah, um, the old lighthearted, fun, just a fun plot. Uh, this you is know, a big yeah. old Brunswick <laughs> stew of a script here where we're just... Yeah kind of bringing back everything and everybody but it starts off as all things do in china well actually it's just sort of a chinese themed <laughs> it's probably alien a theme part yeah. of some alien world yeah it's, it's a, i can't quite decide if that's a, if it's offensive or not i mean i guess mm. it, i guess i mean i guess i guess it makes sense right i mean you know if, if we if humanity goes and colonizes it won't all be uh, english people and americans that no, chinese people no. might also get out there too and oh john if we some do of that. their culture yeah. and there'll probably be a doctor who themed planet yeah, that, oh, obviously, obviously, because each planet will have one theme. They'll be like, oh, <laughs> yes, no, everybody, yeah. this is this is Doctor Who planet. Uh, you you go watch Benson. You go to Benson World and watch Benson. <laughs> I imagine if you're on, you know, like because often there'll be a capital planet, right? And that's like the yeah. government planet. Yeah. And then if you go and try to do something like non-governmentsy on those planets, there's some sort of city council meeting that they cut for like planet council that comes in, be like, I'm sorry, we're <laughs> shutting this whole city down. It's not government themed enough. Yeah. No. Come on, people. Um, so, okay, we start off in this little market, and as we mentioned, this is a Doctor Light episode, and the moment where 
they're with each other at the very beginning. Then Donna goes off and they're they're kind of on a holiday, it seems like. It seems yeah. like they're in between adventures. Uh, Donna sees a fortune teller beckons her. She goes inside for fun. She The fortune teller says, like, I'll just give you this reading for free. Just come on in. Yeah, I remember being creepy and sort of everything, and people are like, yeah, that sounds like fun. Hey, let's go into the booth with a creepy lady. Yeah, <laughs> that seems like a good idea. Who doesn't say yes to a crazy, creepy lady? Well, we all do. So she begins thinking back to the moment, uh, or the moments before, uh, the moment that led up to her meeting David Tennant. And uh, she was at an intersection with her mom in a car, thinking about, a couple job prospects and the name of the show is turn left. And what ended up happening is uh, she turned left to go for uh, more of a temp position that was well-paid, but didn't like kind of tie her down. And her mom was wanting her to take a permanent job. That wasn't really what she wanted, but would give her more stability Um, in, in the real timeline or in the timeline we're familiar with. She turned left and the fortune teller, uh, uh, is sort of saying, let's consider what happens if you turn right. But what's actually happening is a fortune teller and a giant beetle <laughs> that yeah, shows yeah, up happy. later. I think. I think at the moment we just see this flash and like we don't quite know what's happening. Yeah, you see um, the perspective from the beetle. Obviously, beetle cam, and then beetle yeah, cam, yeah, right? And then and then John Lennon drop, hops on her back. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So there's this giant scare beetle on her back, and it's sort of um, we. We hear about them more later, but they they sort of feed off of similar to the beasts we saw in what was it the um the Charles Dickens one where they feed off time no no, no in the in the church um uh, Father oh, right, the Reapers yeah they yeah. or even the angels too right the angels yeah. alternate time yeah yeah there's a whole yeah. ecosystem of time eating aliens yeah. yeah anyway um so so we sort of you know um rewind it back and then see well what happens if she didn't make this choice and she never meets the doctor basically it's not good yeah it's, <laughs> basically it's, great, it's bad really brings home uh, it, the, uh, sylvia donna's mother does not come out well out of this episode at all but it all starts with her nagging donna and she destroys the world it's like basically a mother's nagging <laughs> destroys the universe uh, so you know just message there from russell t davies <laughs> yet another strong mother figure <laughs> so yeah and you know, not to get into my not to get into my editorializing job, but I'm going to turn this into a little talk radio. <laughs> um, uh, no, like uh, what ends up happening is I think a very I feel like the whole episode, not just because of the cameos, but the whole episode is a very, very fan servicey thing of saying, like, see, Don is the most important thing in the whole world. And it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I get it. I mean, I, I get what they're trying to do but i i guess are they either saying that like everything and every companion and everything that the doctor does is is incredibly important um or just donna is um and neither one feel extremely satisfying or believable not that i don't mm-hmm. want them to be important but i just i find it hard to believe as much as i love donna like probably um uh, no definitely i think my favorite companion so far um I don't really get much out of this idea. I don't need her to be like the yeah. universe define defining thing. I just don't need that. It feels like overkill. And then I want to know, like, so is the doctor similarly important? And and then again, so is every single moment have to happen exactly exactly as we've seen it, or everything falls apart? 
Anyway, let me go through the plot really quickly. But we basically immediately basically shit start, things go bad. Yeah, go um, very bad quickly. I think the doctor dies almost immediately. <laughs> right. So well, like... so it's uh, it's remember um remember in uh, in the Christmas uh, uh one the Runaway Bride one Runaway Bride Donna, she uh she's like hey you need to stop now as the thing was filling with water or something like that, which implies to me i guess that if if she hadn't said anything he would have just stood there and drowned <laughs> i don't quite know <laughs> it doesn't make I mean, him sound like an idiot <laughs> but i guess she reminded him hey you'll drown if too much water gets over you and so that's it and he didn't she wasn't there to say that and he forgot and died so, <laughs> so then and then basically with the doctor dead then um it implies that uh, again all these other things would go bad and they pick a couple of particular things um but uh, basically, uh, instead of uh, well, actually one focuses on Smith and Jones with uh, the, yeah, the hospital, the Jadoon. Yeah, the Jadoon and Mark. The Jadoon and the, and the hospital. And basically the doctors there stop that. So it seems like then Sarah Jane and yeah. uh, the the computer kid and, and the yeah. pals, um, I guess they step in to try to do what the doctor would have done but are murdered yeah they all die yeah <laughs> um martha of course dies, dies. um uh, instead of being taken off with the doctor at that moment so so great so, so that dispatches <laughs> with a bunch of people <laughs> they're gone um then we see uh when the centaurans come back and take over you know facebook <laughs> and and turn all well, the first most- first the uh the titanic crashes into london right I think that, happens. that happened first. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. Titanic crashes into London. Right. right, right, right. Sorry, the yeah. Titanic crashes into London because, um, well, obviously he's not there to help. Yeah. And then we kind of see like, oh, and then basically the UK is in shambles. They ship uh, all the London and London area residents who survived and have them board at like other people's houses. Um, then we uh, see uh, that the Atmos stuff happens and yeah. the Centaurans attack. That's all successful. We see Captain Jack, and mm-hmm. I guess Torchwood people. I didn't know about this yet, yes. so um, meet some of them Captain... in the next episode. But yes, what's that? You will meet some of the Torchwood people in the next episode, the coming okay, story. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. um, but but they're dead. Yeah, they're dead. <laughs> here they're dead. <laughs> um, I assume that that spinoff has already started at this point. Yes, so. yeah, that was already going, and yeah, and so that's where that's where Jack has been. So, well, anyway, they're dead, um, and then. <laughs> um, and then uh, we we get even because of I guess because of that, then we get into our kind of like post 9-11 mode of now the UK doesn't trust anyone. And so they're shipping everyone out of the UK. So the the lovely Italian man who we've come to grow and love uh, and who took in uh, Donna and and her uh, and her family uh, is now being shipped off to an internment camp. Um, which is this it's heavily implied i i, I mean I, i'm I mean, they're gonna I be murdered it's the holocaust yeah he's like and yeah wolf is like it's happening again it's like so i mean russell t davies kind of like yep if uh anything bad happens the english are just gonna start wiping people out <laughs> I mean, like, right <laughs> and the funny thing about that is um <laughs> there's nothing about the five minute period uh between when donna and i guess her mother but most importantly donna kind of like put those pieces together um so like whatever the conclusion they came to i don't know why it took them riding away on the truck it's like you could have figured like whatever yeah. you determined you could have here, worked this out yeah um you could have yeah. worked out beforehand uh, yes i don't know why they're going to be murdered necessarily um yeah. 
At any rate, instead of why not murder um, any of the tech billionaires who started the Atmos? Uh, yeah. right. You know, so right. why don't why don't we? You well, know, they've already gone there. into space in their rockets now, so they're no, they're flying into space. In their, okay, in their so stuff rocket. has gone bad, and everyone we know in the Doctor Who verse is dead, or are they? Rose mm-hmm. Tyler, ladies and gentlemen, uh, returns, <clears throat> and as. As I've said many times, I'm just so done with Rose. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. And again, nothing against the actress. She's lovely. And I liked her in the first few seasons, but I just really. She's a little off gr- here, I think. She's still, it's a weird performance. Like she's kind of being doctory. And- but I just grew tired. Similar to the thing with Donna. Actually, maybe this is a similar line here. I grew tired of Rose Tyler being this thread that holds the universe together. I just yeah. don't need it and don't buy it. Like I don't, I, I don't know. Um, anyway, she says, hey, um, you know, she's saying like that. She's just flashing. <laughs> hey, like, hey, <laughs> hey, Donna, it's hey, Rose. Rose. <laughs> Give me a call back if you can. Um, I saw that everyone you know and love is dead. There's a bug um, on you. Uh, I just want to catch me. up. <laughs> um, she says, "Hey, come with me and help stuff out." And she and she tells her, uh, she shows her that the stars are blinking out from from the sky and basically showing her like it's not just things are going bad here on earth. Like the universe is imploding essentially. And um, the doctor is the only one who can stop it, which of course we know is is not happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But we reveal the plan, which is that, Hey, we're going to transport you back in time and you need to prevent yourself from, I forget if she, she does explain. Yes. She does explain the bug at that point because they put the, the spotlights on her season in the mirrors. Yeah. Donna freaks out about this. Now I agree with you that I love Catherine Tate and I love this performance, but I do think the, because I'm sure she's doing whatever they ask her to do. I thought you were going to about the bugs performance. I said, but the bugs <laughs> is unconvincing. His performance is just lackluster. <laughs> no, I just, I'm sure Catherine Tate out. is doing her level best at whatever they're asking her to do. But it it just feels so all over the place. And, of course, she is going through a huge range of emotions from, like, mm-hmm. I got a job interview. But remember, when all this stuff is happening, she is not with the doctor. So every right. single bit of this aliens attacking, uh, nuclear bomb going off, a strange person from the future warning. Oh, Donna warned her of, away from the London apocalypse. So yeah, right. that's how Donna appeared earlier in her life. Rosie, yeah, right. This is all new. And of course, so then civilian Rose is then reacting to the stuff that happens over the course of what? I don't know, five months. Like it's, you know. Yeah, so, uh, 40 minutes uh, TV time. I mean, yeah. and then She's gone from a job interview to the Holocaust in 40 minutes. It's, it's range. And then like, That's range. And then Donna's like, come with me, save the universe. I'm going to shine a spotlight on you. By the way, a giant bug has been following you around. By the way, and mm. she has been getting hints occasionally. The random that, people keep seeing it. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, but not everyone. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah. so then she's it's finally revealed what's there. And she really goes all out to react to it. But I just don't. I, I, there's something rings weird to me about that scene that she's so freaked out by it and i and again i it's just it feels like the it feels disconnected the whole like performance well, I mean, it, uh, is, it is a little bit okay bad but uh, i mean if, it just i don't know if you were shown a giant uh yeah. alien beetle on your back um 
I don't think you drop it quite so quick. Like then, then, then they're like, "Yeah, you can see it." Okay, now we're gonna send you back in time. She's like, "Okay, what time is it? I got my backpack on." I was like, "No," I'd be like, "Excuse me, no." Can we remove right, the as bug? soon as she can't <laughs> see? That's that's kind of what I mean. She freaks out in a huge way, which and it's like kind of forget. I'm sure they know. asked for this performance out of her. I can kind of buy that maybe she's doing that. But then it's like once the light is off, she's like, "Phew!" It's like, "No, no, it's still there." Like, still there, sweetie. And then I guess my thing with the huge reaction is she has been having people tell her for the past year or hmm. five months, whatever it is, six months, that something's on her back, and also all this crazy alien stuff is happening. I guess I'm just saying, like, I don't quite understand why this is the thing that gives her a nervous breakdown horrible crazy things have been happening yeah. in the world around her i i don't know um yeah i mean i guess i don't know i don't i see exactly what you're saying i don't know how else you pitch it right because it's no, just no, that you I freak don't. out or there's like oh that's what's been going yeah. on which i, I feel also is the wrong no. <laughs> like, you're right that? you're right so they basically mm. tell her mm. and the, so here's what i really like about the uh i don't know what i enjoyed about it is that Donna keeps saying, and she's actually said before as the character in the show of saying like, no, no, not me. I'm like, I'm not important. I'm nobody. And so of course I like the idea of saying of the message of this idea of like, no, you, you are important. Like stop saying this. Like you're you're punctuated by that. uh, Well done, but also terrible scene where uh, she's talking to her mother. Who's just, you know, yeah. Zoned out. And she's just like, maybe I'm nothing. And so the mother's like, yeah. And you're just like, Oh man. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Get it together. So, of so, course, yes. we don't. I don't want. I don't want Donna to feel like she's nothing. I just feel like. I feel like it's a bit of overkill that she's the key right. to the entire universe. Yeah. Also, but that's at not any what rate, you tell your kids. You know, like you are the key to the entire universe. If I do die, tell them that everything they, will go to hell. <laughs> I do tell them that they're very important, but they're not the only person in the world. And you know, I, I think that's important. Like you, wow, you should but, see yourself as important, but you also shouldn't, life. you know, see yourself as the only important thing in the whole world any rate, uh, they send <laughs> my parenting aside. Uh, <laughs> they they kind of gin Don up and get her ready to go back and do this. And he, then you hear the scene that we just heard, which is her basically coming to the terms of the fact that it's like, no, you're you're going to have to die, Donna, to yeah. do this. Yeah. She doesn't quite understand why. But then when she gets there, she realizes, like, no, the only thing I can do is um, I can step in front of a bus and essentially cause an accident and then, um, you know, basically the key to the universe is traffic. You know, yeah, <laughs> if right. you get traffic going, it's like, eh, I'm not going to go this way. Yeah. Um, so she turns the other way. And of course, she would have to die because we're sending her back into another timeline. Two yeah, of her. True. Like, so because they didn't have any way of getting her back. Mm, um, that's true. So, that's a good point. Anyway, then we get back. Uh, we throw the bug on the ground. The doctor and Donna stare at the bug for a little while. And <laughs> then. And then we learn what Rose said to the to, to Donna to pass along to the doctor Two is words. the aforementioned bad wolf. bad wolf. And then we have a little montage as before of seeing bad wolf everywhere. Now, everywhere. let's we'll talk about it more when probably when we talk about the next episode, I guess. But like, is bad wolf mean something in particular or just mean warning, warning? <laughs> um, I can't quite well, figure it was, this out. 
it was I, I I don't think it's ever really explained even in the uh, follow ups. I mean, it, it was it was she when she was the god time goddess. When Rose person, was the time yeah, god. She scattered the name throughout history as a message, and so I guess well, the why that name? Was she, like, why bad wolf? Because oh, it was the name of the industry. Of, of ba- it was bad wolf industries was the name of the satellite or whoever was running the satellite or whatever. Right. So, so now she's just using it to say now like, she's just like yeah, hey, bad. warning everybody, yeah. And so she must have seen this coming as the time god person and just sprinkled that out there um uh yeah i i'm, I'm not gonna lie bad wolf comes back again <laughs> it just keeps coming i guess it, because it's a, a little strange mirror doesn't mean a clear thing it doesn't land quite as cleanly because it's like mm. oh yeah that thing i still don't quite understand about why or or i'm now wet I'm sort of now I'm waiting for this. And then the doctor says the universe is going to end. So now when I'm waiting for the next episode, I kind of have my arms crossed. I'm like, oh, is it going to end? Is Bad Wolf yeah. going to happen? And, and I'm like, it, eh, it, I don't know. It, it makes for an interesting scene. It's exciting. A little pause and everything like that. Um, uh, this time watching it though, because it's like, oh, you know, she, I don't know, maybe she could only send a limited message back and play. Like, oh, she wants to let the doctor know she's back and blah, blah, blah. What two words would they be? And then watching it this time, I was like, why didn't you just say Rose Tyler? <laughs> right. Why didn't Donna be like, uh, she said two words. What were they? Rose Tyler. Oh, that's that's her name. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Bad Wolf accomplishes I'm Rose it's telling ominous. you this, and yeah. it's bad. It's very um, bad, yeah. But anyway, uh, that's that's turn left. Um, <laughs> again, I kind of sprinkled in my feelings about it during, so that's why it took longer. The, the plot isn't but so complex. It's just... Um, Again, there's yeah. a lot of fan service. Uh, it is. It's, it's Rusty know. Davies kind of taking a lap of honor, although not as much of a lap of honor as he's about to take. So <laughs> <laughs> kind of a warm up. Um, it, it is, I guess, partly too, in, in light of what's coming, it was meant to remind everybody about all these different worlds, I guess. Um, uh, Catherine Tate is very good, as we said. Rose is kind of the doctor's role and a little bit all over there. Um, uh, again, the Rusty Davies has an issue with mothers. Uh, I do like Wilf, uh, some great stuff out of Bernard Cribbins, especially like when she catches him singing in the, uh, in the living room with all the people and just, you know, him and uh, he's, he's very good dramatically too. Just very good supporting actor. Um, I mean, I do give, I give credit to Rusty Davies. So he wrote midnight turn left. And then the next two episodes, which we'll talk about, or uh, I think there's some impressive writing in the next two episodes as well. Um, you know, we we talked about how great Stephen Moffat is. It's like, but he only had to write one story. Like, he's <laughs> wrote like six stories this season, and kind of ends fairly strong, I think. Um, uh, I I struggle with this story. I, I have not rewatched it a lot. I think it's too dark. I think it's too dark for Doctor Who. I, I don't. I just. It's again. Maybe it's, I, I hang up a lot at the Holocaust implication. Again, not sure that's just a fun light thing. <laughs> you know, it's like you gotta. You kind of. It's not really a throwaway moment. You kind of gotta deal with that head on if you're gonna take it on. Um, <laughs> but I just. Why would the Santarans attacking lead Britons to be like? We gotta murder all the Italians. Yeah. <laughs> what, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> yeah, maybe they thought Santaran was an Italian name. I yeah um, uh, yeah <laughs> so it's a, yeah it's a it's it's just too dark and and then every everybody dies uh and it's just it doesn't have that sort of spark of hope that i feel like doctor who needs to have um uh and yeah again it's it's a it's a good performance and it's very dramatic uh there's a lot going on but uh i just sit through it and i'm like i'm just i'm just uh, this isn't doctor who um uh, the two things common on uh, the big thing I will comment on is actually the thing that uh, we we have not really talked about these much before, but it's the trailer for the next one. I mean, you know, obviously this ends on a cliffhanger. It's like, ooh, something very exciting, and then 
I stay spoiler free of, of Doctor Who. Uh, and uh, so when they suddenly just flash, uh, you, you, do you watch the next time trailers when they're over? Do you actually see that? Sometimes, but not always. Okay, so this one, they show Sarah to Jack, the tortured people, all and, and uh, all the people that are coming in the next episode. And it's just like, wow, <laughs> that's a season finale coming up. So the trailer was more was the most exciting part of this episode, I think, uh, when it came out for me, because it was just like, oh, wow. Um, and uh, and they had made a big deal. So the um, uh, the next episode is called The Stolen Earth, and they had made a really big deal about not disclosing the title because they thought it was a spoiler. Uh, and so even, so they actually was sort of a gap. They had like the, I think it was only like a week or two weeks before it came out that they actually revealed what the title was. They, they told journey's end was the season finale the title, which I guess doesn't really give much away. Um, uh, but, uh, uh, stolen earth was, was kept back. Um, and so again, it just added to this. So this is a really big finale we're building up to here. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, um, uh, it's, it's not one I go back to. <laughs> well, it's not what I'm going to. <laughs> I think it's almost like it got out of control. Like, like, again, I think this basic idea of showing the turn left and, uh, getting on, cause Donna does always have this sort of complex of, you know, like, for example, I don't know about what she, why she would think Rose is any better than her, but it's like, you know, Martha's this smart doctor woman and then became this, like, she's seeing her, oh, she's this revolutionary. And Donna's like, I'm just somebody like I'm just I'm you know I'm I'm no one important I'm just a temp like she's sort of like a secretary of course as we've said all along in her run many times in many of these episodes she's the one who solves the entire problem but <laughs> right. she doesn't think of herself as smart or clever and so again the idea of having an episode where you get to see a uh, sliding doors moment and see like, well, no, Donna, actually like you're really important. All things considered, I think it's fine. It's just like, it's spun out of control into this. Like you're the most important thing in the universe and the entire world would, you know, we, we throw Italians into the concentration camps, (laughs) if not for you. It's like, okay, I don't think she needed that to like give her a a little boost of confidence. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I almost think thematically it would, and and, you know, we get the next episode gets into, uh, again, a, a strand that I think is unresolved about sort of, what the doctor's effect on people and turning them into soldiers and all that kind of stuff um almost thematically worked better if they just picked like one incidental character from like a past episode right. and then just been like you know and then be like oh imagine if you hadn't shown up and like the, you know something bad happens to them but like not universe destroying bad like there's a there's a middle ground right sort of between you know she doesn't get that job to the universe ends and maybe there'd be yeah, some way like, to I mean, play with that right to compare this to but my favorite movie is it's a wonderful life and even in that like you know even in George Bailey, when he is essentially made to no longer live, um, it has a huge effect on the town. But they don't say that Hitler takes over America. <laughs> like, you know, um, it has it has a huge effect and it and it affects him to see it. It affects him to see that, like, oh, wow, there's certain things that happened in town that I didn't realize were such a huge thing. But like, wow, I'm really an important person. If Donna Reed was like, oh, my God, the stars are going. out. <laughs> oh my god the stars (laughs) we should move on to the classic episode here or or classic movie Movie. double feature movie here people people uh we let me tell you what we watched (laughs) we watched the dalek it's dalek's invasion earth 
Yes. 2150 AD. It, it seems like they're missing some articles there. And I don't I feel like it would fit on the banner. Part, <laughs> I feel like it's titled differently in different places. But at any rate, yes. Daleks Invasion Earth, 2150 AD, which was actually a sequel to the first film, which yeah. I have not watched, uh, Doctor right. Who and the Daleks. I didn't Daleks. want to spoil... The, so, so um, uh, it's kind of a little of mini continuity here. Yeah. So part of the scheduling on this a little bit was uh, uh, we'd already watched Daleks. So we needed to watch the Daleks Invasion of Earth because it's actually referenced in the next episode. Uh, yeah. which a lot of people don't catch. But then uh, but then and then, yeah, then I was trying to figure out what to pair with Turn Left. And I was like, all right, well, I don't want to show you the first one because it is basically the plot of the first Dalek story, which is really good. And I didn't want to spoil that for you. I was like, well, you've already been spoiled on uh, on the Daleks Invasion of Earth, so we'll just watch this one. Uh, and um, and yeah, there, that's that's inside the the spiral staircase mind of your Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, this was released on the twenty sixth of the July of July nineteen sixty six. It is a little weird for us. It mm-hmm. is not in the continuity of num- mm-hmm. continuity of numbered Doctor Who stories, so I don't. It doesn't have a number. Of what 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 story it was? <laughs> um, but I watched it anyway. And <laughs> ostensibly, I've already seen. I guess the story is numbered as as the um, da- what, what was that one called? The Daleks Invasion of. Uh, yeah, it was Earth? the Daleks inva- Dalek Invasion of Earth, I think. Well, the yeah, Dalek Invasion of Earth. Yeah. Anyway, uh, look, they, we they have a clip. Yeah. Look, John has a clip here. It'll explain everything. Let me just play this. <laughs> kind of does, Hey, the robbers. Can I use your telephone? What is your name, young man? Tom Campbell, Special Constabulary, K Division. Yes, yes, yes. And can you tell me the date? The date? Oh, I see. You want to know if I'm all right? Yes, it's March the 31st. Now, can I use your telephone? We're arriving, Grandfather. Oh, good. I'm afraid you can't use the telephone. For one thing, we haven't got one. And even if we had, I don't think it would do any good. Not in 2150 AD. 2150? That's right. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Doctor Who. This is my niece Louise and my granddaughter Susan. And this is my time and space machine, TARDIS. It is capable of taking us to any age, on any planet, in any universe. You arrived just as we were about to leave for London in the year... Yes, I know, 2150. <laughs> you don't seem to realise there's been a serious crime committed. I don't know what you're all up to. I ought to report you for this. 2150. They are very excited that it's 2150. Uh, have you yeah. many times? <laughs> have you heard the good word that it's twenty one fifty? The, the right. trailer for this you can you can you can find online is just a very sixties trailer, uh, and they're just uh, every other line is just like, oh, they won't <laughs> find it so pleasant in the year twenty one fifty AD. Yeah, I'm sure it's silly. Ooh, yeah. hundred years. <laughs> so I'll, I'll recap. I'll recap the plot as briefly as i can um but i will my basic thing that i have to say is that i really enjoyed the the tv mm. uh, se- uh several episodes that this is based on partly because i felt like it was so gritty and like children of men or whatever and this is completely not that and <laughs> totally not, I, it is different yeah it's <laughs> kind of campy and just i don't know didn't didn't love it um we smash cut to <laughs> <laughs> a couple guys burglarizing a jewelry shop now mm-hmm. let me i'm gonna cut to the end just let you know guys it works out yeah, yeah we catch the criminals okay but there's a there's a little there's about an hour and a half here but we don't know what's gonna happen with those <laughs> yeah. jewelry burglars if you don't invest heavily in that opening scene <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and uh, basically a cop sees it happening. He runs over to a police box to call for backup, but he finds himself in the TARDIS hmm. uh, meeting. And it's still so off-putting to hear someone say, I'm Doctor Who. <laughs> and this is TARDIS. <clears throat> yeah. This is TARDIS. And oh my gosh, we get another Susan. That's all I need is yeah, another yeah, Susan. Yeah. And it's such a it's an odd combination of people to have your niece and your granddaughter. Like, I don't. Yeah. 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 I think I think it's a sequel to the Doctor and the Daleks and they changed the Susan stayed the same. But the Barbara was in the first one. But Barbara was also his niece or all, his other granddaughter That's or something. And, and Ian was a as a, a guy who came over for a date. I don't know why uh, that's weird to me, but it's like I wouldn't hang out with my aunt and my great uncle. I don't know. It's like a strange oh, combination right. well, of things. Yeah. There go there go two of our listeners. So sorry, folks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, uh, they are going to go off on an adventure, and they're like, "Hey, cop, uh, you're coming with us." Yep. And he says, "I don't know what's happening." And then they arrive in twenty one fifty AD, and uh, you know, as as the, the case in uh, the far flung future in the Dalek invasion of Earth, it doesn't look that different no, in twenty one fifty. No, pretty much same clothes, and, and actually, some things are. London is in a bad way. Uh, there's buildings everywhere, and then we have our <laughs> there are buildings of, everywhere all the time. You mean ruins? <laughs> sorry, the buildings in ruin everywhere. London's in a bed. There's buildings everywhere, cars, electricity. It's a madhouse. <laughs> and then we uh, we know we're in for it when uh, a big steel beam falls on the TARDIS, blocking mm-hmm. it. It's like, well, better tuck in here. We're gonna yeah. be here a while. <laughs> so you know, hurt, it's, it's, it's a similar plot, um, but basically the Daleks who have uh, taken over Earth and who Doctor Who, I'll just call him Doctor Who. I guess that's Doctor Who, man. Doctor Who is familiar with them because um, of the previous movie, um, but they've invaded Earth. They've taken over the planet. There are some. There is a human resistance, but he also has turned some humans uh, into kind of robotic Dalek-like creatures. But they're still humans. They put a headset on them, and they kind of have no will anymore. And, and a little rubber uniform, like uh, the you know the TV one. They were in, just had like this weird little little hat on. But this one, yeah, they got a nice hat. They got shades. They got sort of silver they, sunglasses and like a little black fetish suit. I mean, yeah, they're going for it. So I don't know. There's a series of like they, <laughs> Doctor Who and I'm sorry, Louise is the niece. Yeah. Doctor Who, Louise, Susan, and uh, Tom are separated and back together again, mm-hmm. and they, they do. they're in with the resistance. We the, it's in, interesting to me to see the things that are exactly the same. Like we have the wheelchair bound leader yeah. of the resistance. Um, we kind of take a while to get into really understanding what's going on and people believing them um they get separated they get up to the dalek spaceship um we we make some allies uh uh what's his name uh weiler yeah Um, the old guy this is and yeah yeah um (laughs) then we they they get this uh kind of a merchant to sneak uh, like a a a well, he he ends up being evil, but before he's evil, he's like a a black market person, yeah. like seller. Uh, he, he smuggles them in, and uh, they get reunited. Um, and then he sells out. Uh, the the black market guy sells out the doctor. Um, and we find out the plan, which is that they're going to drill to the center of the earth. Um, uh, stick a steering wheel in there, and then joyride around, just drive it around, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> drive around the earth. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah. you know yeah. kind of similar to find, like your parents finding out that you're going to take their car it's like oh no you are not young yeah. you are not yeah. driving this earth anywhere um and they uh they 
I, uh, by the way, I like the term the mind control room because it sounds mm. very much like the mind control room. Uh, well, you know, the they 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 call off this plan. <laughs> 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 I don't know. The, the Daleks just... get magnetized, or the, the magnetis the magnet is breached in the Earth's core, and, and as it would happen if you uh, when you drill the center of the Earth, uh, it's like a big powerful magnet gets turned on, and all the Daleks get sucked down into it. Now, none of the other metal things that humans have get sucked into it; just Daleks, just Daleks, because that's how magnetism works. And uh, and uh, you know they take care of that, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then they take Tom back, and he does stop the, the jewelry uh, burglary. Yeah. Um, no, so yeah, the do- the dogs are all killed, and uh, I guess what impressed me about this is it 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 did hit a lot of the a lot happens in this under hour and a half movie, yeah, and it feels like an immense amount to kind of keep track of, even having seen the plot before, um, and and the relationships that are supposed to be engendered and I'm supposed to believe are very tight is like they literally just met this person. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. They, Just they, didn't they stick really, with me like the other one did. They really. I'm. You know, I'm surprised they really cut out the sexual tension between David and Susan. Now that Susan's twelve, they're just like. Nah. I feel like you kept keep that in there, right? True. I mean, you know what's true. Happened in the year twenty one fifty AD. That's right. This is the one where they they leave Susan. They're like, yeah, yeah. Susan, but they have didn't fun. This one. She she keeps sticks with him. It'd be terrible if he was like, ah, hey, you got to stay and marry that guy. She's like, but but I'm twelve. Like, oh, it's life. Yeah. Um, yeah, he doesn't this deal is, in um, teenage concubines a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you got to have some differences from the TV show. Yeah, this was a so Milton Sabotsky, I believe, is the producer's name. Uh, Doctor Who was becoming very popular in the '60s, especially, and the Daleks were huge. So it's it's I'm I'm I'm, I'm saying it's like it's it's impossible to fathom how popular the Doctor Daleks were, but they were <laughs> apparently very big in the '60s. You got to remember there weren't that many TV, uh, you know, there was only like the BBC and ITV. There weren't that many TV channels, and so Doctor Who became a huge hit, and the Daleks were the reason for that. Um, and the BBC started merchandising them heavily, and there was a lot of Dalek stuff. And and someone, this Milton Sabatsky guy, said, "Hey, you know, um, uh, we should we should make a a movie with them." And the BBC was like, "Yeah, sure." Uh, because they just, you know, it's interesting <laughs> right now they're like, ah, you gotta, every, we got to have a branding and be sure of it. And then they're just like, yeah, fine, whatever. And they're like, right, we're going to make it with a different guy as a doctor. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so it, I think Hartnell was still the doctor when this one came out or Troughton was just starting. Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, it's, this is sort of, uh, it's, it's. Um, I don't think Sabatsky's connected to you, but uh, Peter Cushing was huge at the time as a horror movie actor, uh, right? He was oh, in wow. all those Frank, uh, Dracula and Frankenstein and sort of those 70s sort of gory uh, uh, horror movies. Um, uh, this was before Star Wars, obviously. Uh, and uh, he, um, so he actually really loved this role. He was very excited because he got to play a good guy and he got to play something that kids would like and that he could show his kids and grandkids and stuff. And so he was, uh, he really loved it. Uh, and, and does an okay job. Um, as a great, I have to share as a great joke. Stephen Moffat novelized one of his stories. Uh, uh, it's coming up, uh, and he has this great joke where he mentions these movies as basically that they actually happened in the Doctor Who universe, and the Doctor was a consultant on them. Uh, and then he has this joke where he's like, <laughs> a lot of people didn't realize that the Doctor and Peter Cushing became friends uh, until uh, Peter Cushing started showing up in movies years after he died, <laughs> which is a very good <laughs> reference to Rogue One. I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty good. Um, you got Bernard Cribbins in here, uh, Wilf, uh, obviously as Tom, uh, and um, uh, that accounts a little bit for the tone. He was a comedy actor, um, and uh, you know he's sort of. Uh, I think I think we, have we talked about this? He was the um, he's the. 
the guy that Basil thinks is the hotel inspector, uh, and it turns out he sells spoons uh, in that Falsy Towers episode, that's Bernard Cribbins oh. as well. Wow, so he's, okay. he's in he's in a lot of comedies and stuff. Um, and so I think that counts as and you're right. It's funny. They pack a lot of incidents in this movie, again, trying to boil down, you know, two and a half hours into an hour and a half. Yet still have about five to seven minutes blocked off for the lengthy and hilarious sequence where he's pretending to be a Roboman and not. Oh eating yes, the food. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's like, like okay, um that that had to stay in. <laughs> <laughs> um the uh it's cool to see color daleks obviously they're very colorful uh a lot of they have clearly had some nice uh, designers for the daleks um this one is supposedly more violent the, the first one uh, only one person died and apparently all the kids complained that the daleks didn't kill enough people because that's what kids love is the killing <laughs> uh and so they they killed more people um uh I do love it is it is interesting. We'll talk about this in the, in the theme section. I, I do love the simple setup that 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 thirty second clip there at the beginning we played is basically like, my name's Doctor Who. These are my kids. I got a TARDIS. We go in time and space. Let's go. <laughs> and then it's just like, oh, no, that's it. Okay, everybody knows. Uh, and I have to just a word for uh, the music is fantastic. It is like a they got a jazz like quartet. And like, you know, even in the action scenes, it's like dan, 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 dan. <laughs> just like a, like jazz keyboard and some some drums. And they're just like it's like you're at a you know, it's like a, a, a hotel lounge. Uh, <laughs> there are Daleks blowing up things. It's not it's funny. In spite of the fact it's obviously a movie with a big budget and you could do a lot with it. I think they they do. Uh, it feels more epic. The the uh, TV one feels more epic. You actually see the Daleks in London in the uh, in the TV where yeah. Trafalgar Square and wandering around. This one you don't actually ever see. They're always in like a you know they're in a pit or they're you know uh, flying a little flying saucer model over. But you don't see now. I grant you the flying saucer here does look much better than the pie pan. The flying the saucer actually looks <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Uh, and and the beginning couple of um, effects things. Actually, like at the flying saucer, I was really impressed by. It. I was like, I guess it's a miniature, like a practical yeah, thing, absolutely. but it looks really good. It was very uh, well I was done. Impressed yeah. by that. Uh, yeah. So it's um. Uh, this is so. This is um. I uh. Apparently, these are fondly remembered by um uh, uh a certain generation of Doctor Who fans, less because they saw them in the theater, and more apparently because they basically uh, I saw some interview with somebody who's like, yeah, every time it was a rainy day and they canceled like the football, they would just put these on. Like, so <laughs> it's like I, people, kids apparently saw them all the time. Um, and yeah, I mean, I could see how it would appeal to, to kids. Uh, you know, again, it's colorful and bright and things explode and kids love that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's there, 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 an oddity in the doctor who, uh, doctor who, universe. there was supposed to be a third, uh, based on, uh, the Daleks master plan, but, uh, or the chase or one of them, but, uh, uh they just didn't bother. <laughs> the studio <laughs> ran out of money. Um, I think trivia, one trivia thing, I think these are filmed at Shepperton Studios, which is, I believe, where they film James Bond and Star Wars and some other things. So they use these those giant studios that uh, are apparently very famous in the UK. So and of course, echoes of of this movie and those movies. Um, yeah, I mean, this is this is basically uh, um, Skyfall. <laughs> <laughs> Themes are out at night. Themes will give you a fright. Always themes. <laughs> themes are back in town. Nah. <laughs> I got John. Huey Lewis and the news. <laughs> themes are. I was thinking more of, uh, oh, who's that? Neil Diamond. Oh, the yeah. Movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're coming Theme. to the themes of car. <laughs> that kind of a thing. <laughs> We're look, coming to the themes. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Hey, look, 
you got two songs on that one. So that's that's a two themes. for Tuesday. We're just talking about themes. themes. <laughs> um, Without a home. No, 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 no. Now I'm just going into the song. We are adherents of the repeating themes here on No Not the Mind Probe. We like it when things are uh we like to talk about things and topics that come up in these stories and sometimes they come up more than once. Um interesting to talk through. I think this week we're just going to talk about the general (laughs) idea of uh, Doctor Who as more, you know, is Doctor Who, is it essentially part of Doctor Who to be more of a television serial or can you can you make them into films? I mean, obviously you can, uh, but is it a good (laughs) idea? (laughs) I think we're finding it's not a good idea. No, it's it's something that has been discussed. Time and again in living rooms and kitchen tables across yeah, the country. Yeah. Uh, when you sit down and, and you try to figure night. out how do we pay the bills this month, and then you're like, and also, can they ever make a thematic adaptation of a existing yeah. Doctor Who story? <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, as I, as I mentioned, I mean, again, I, I feel like I'm sure it wasn't quite that. Good. It does feel like the BBC was just very casual about a very major part of their brand. They're just like, yeah, fine, make a movie. Yeah, just, <laughs> just don't call us about it. Just were those, by the, the way, movie. the two that they picked? Were those just? Were those the two dollar stories two. at yeah. the time? Yeah, basically the first two. And you know, obviously, t- so uh, obviously, uh, or not obviously, but um, uh, obviously, everybody knows this. Uh, Terry mm. Nation owns the Daleks or pieces of them, and so he was. By the way, you know, can we talk about that briefly because it relates to these two things? Yeah. Did he just? Was that just the way all writing contracts worked at that time, or did he particularly was like? set up a good contract for himself because like why did I he think get it's a good contract rights? yeah so so it is um i don't know how hard is this to believe i don't know quite exactly so basically the bbc has a script unit i believe or had a script unit and so they were sort of in-house writers i feel like who could and so they would you know they didn't own anything um uh, but then I think they could. There were also others who were maybe you know freelance writers or whatever, and they'd bring in bring them in to write stuff, and they could hang on to stuff. And there are there are weird. So um, if you, you know, watch even watch the new series, if you watch the credits, which obviously you do, um, there's you'll see little weird credits at the end. It's like anytime K nine is used, they have to credit his original uh, creators. Wow. Anytime, and you know, you know, you love K nine. Anytime, I do love um, K nine. Yes, uh, actually, anytime the Brigadier uh, is, is a fight over the rights of the Brigadier, but he's he's technically owned by uh, um, uh, some writer, Mervyn uh, huh. Hinchfield, uh, something like that. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, so there's just and and you know, oh, credit to so and so who created this character. So there is a lot of uh, um, there is some complicated rights things. Um, and I think as we talked, um, yeah, it was you know initially when they started the revival, it wasn't clear they were going to get the rights to the Daleks because um, the estate of Terry Nation still has to approve most of the storylines. Or, or they, but why? Uh, I don't know. Why? Why wouldn't they? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just playing hardball. <laughs> I mean, they want yeah, money, don't they? Yeah, I, mean, exactly. I, just, you know. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it was huge to get them. Uh, we kind of weird to do without them. But yeah, um, so they've talked about uh, movies uh, back and forth for a while. Um, as the series became more popular, and, and you know, is it, 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 uh, you know, get into seventies and eighties and stuff like that. It's always sort of a sideline. Um, Tom Baker once wanted to do a movie. Uh, I think he wrote one called Doctor Who and Meets Scratchman. So it's like Doctor Meets the Devil, uh, and uh, he actually even started to fundraise for it, um, but they didn't, didn't get enough. Uh, there was. Um, uh, between uh, when the series ended, there was talk of reviving it as a movie, and it was like, oh, you know, Hugh Grant will be the the doctor or something like that, and uh, all this kind of stuff. Uh, and yeah, they've always talked about it, and never really done it. And even even in the revive series, they sort of said, you know, uh, well, should we make a Hollywood mer- version of Doctor Who? Um, and it's it is down to the producers of the showrunners to sort of say yes, no. And, and Russell T Davies and, and Steve Moffat have all said, and I think most of them agree. Like, 
Well, it doesn't make any sense to have a separate. You wouldn't have an on-screen doctor and a and a TV doctor. Like you'd, you'd want to use the same cast. And then they're also kind of like, but you know, how much? What what does this really get us anymore? <laughs> right? I mean, do you need? Does it need to be? Especially now with modern effects and you know, now with the modern effects that they use, mm. uh, you know, it's just likely bare. Um, uh, you know, do you need the huge budgets anymore or the, the big screen budget? And then again, it's like. I don't know. And do you have to? I'm trying to think. What's another TV show that's been going on for a long time that they've made a movie out of? Right? Did I they mean, do that? Star Trek is the only one that yeah. comes to mind that, and they were able to make them successful. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but because I don't know as much about, and I, well, I don't know if you do either, but like I know in the original series, that sort of the movies began. I think while it was on the air, but then they sort of bridged. Um, they were sort of the, there weren't any more new episodes of that cast, yeah. and so the movies were a way to continue those stories. The Next Generation movies, which, as we've <laughs> discussed, John and I have seen a couple of those, um, which are completely hit or miss. Um, yeah. They did happen, I believe, while Next Generation was on there. But also, similarly, weirdly, they they continued. The show was over, and then that yeah. cast continued in I movies. Think, I, think, um, I think Star Trek Generations came out right as the TV show was ending. And that was sort mm-hmm. of the handoff, right? It was like Kirk and Picard together in a movie. I think that was kind of handing off. And I think after that, everything was post, but then they also had all the spinoff series going at the same time. And then it was sort of like, well, so is that every time you, is that part of the deal? Like you go for a couple seasons and you get a couple movies. We wait for the next crew to go. So yeah, it's like, it's fascinating too, because the opposite has also often been tried, right? Successful movies. So let's make it into yeah. a TV show. And that's, a, that, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of examples where it went right. Like, you know, mash being the big one, but like, um what's well, like let's it it, 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 yeah. it conceptually makes more sense to me right it's like let's take this idea um that people really loved you know this premise of this idea these people and boy we could expand it we could really make it bigger like we could live in this world and explore different themes and concepts and characters and stuff like that versus you know if it's like a tv show it's like let's take this thing where we've explored this huge thing let's just let's just boil it down to, to 90 minutes <laughs> just try to hit it and you gotta make all the or cast what it ends up feeling and, like I, I don't know if you ever saw i remember there was the longest time there was this big thing and they finally made the simpsons movie and i never understood the cry for it because it's like and it, it what it ended up being is what you might think which is yeah, it was a good long yeah, episode fine. of The Simpsons, and I, I yeah. mean, I liked it, but it was like I don't know why we needed this. <laughs> like, yeah, and I don't think I've ever re- I've seen I saw it in the theater, and I was like, okay, that was good. And I don't think I've ever seen it again. <laughs> it's like I don't they, do they. I'm surprised they don't rerun it as like four part a four part episode or something. Like that, as far as I think movies, um, not for everyone who makes TV, and certainly maybe not even now, uh, anymore now, but um have this if you're a tv person you're just like you kind of law you you kind of feel like the this you're sitting at the kids table and like oh if we could just get a movie and then i don't know why like in terms of especially nowadays in terms of consuming them they are literally right alongside one another i mean movies just some certain episodes of tv doctor who included just feel like they might as well be movies. They're they're not, and some of them are literally that length. The Game of Thrones, the final, a whole entire last season was essentially like ten feature length films. Yeah, so it, I don't. It, it seems you know. unnecessary, and it, but it does seem there is still this sort of thing of like, oh, but it's got to be bigger, right? Like, it, yeah, again, if you made a movie and it was just like a slightly 
less exciting episode of Doctor Who than what we've been Why did you just a regular plot? Like, wait, like, well, wait a minute, why? Why is and and especially when you think about now Doctor Who, every plot is about the universe being destroyed. Like, if they're like, ah, you know, normally he's just wandering around and he helps some people, you know, put out the trash or whatever he does. But then, you know, now the universe is in threat and the Doctor has to save the entire universe. It's like, how do you how do you big up the storyline enough to make it just to just write quote unquote a movie? Um, and now, yeah, you're writing too. Uh, um, all these Hollywood A-listers are are doing TV. So, so yeah. I mean, oh, know, yeah. what do you, what do you get? Like, you don't, you can't. It's not like you're going to entice an actor who normally wouldn't. You know, now they're like, oh yeah, sure, I'll do TV. And now, now you you get big names in there. So, like, um, um, uh, like I, I don't know, who's a big name? Who's a big Hollywood person? I can't think of anybody. Um, oh, uh, Robert Guillaume. Yeah, that guy. Uh, oh yeah, he's well, he's dead. But if he weren't, yeah, well. he would be huge. John, how are you doing? Good. Did we conclude? So no movie. So if if we are offered <laughs> yes, a chance sorry, sorry. to write the movie, uh, no. we're turning it down. It's okay. a we're, it's a hard pass from us yeah, if we're offered to write the Doctor Who movie. I'm However, sure we, there must be should, tons of. We are up to run the show. Uh, we should say, by the way, folks, if you if you yeah. hey, if you get your news from us, it's probably not a great idea. But um, uh, it is. Uh, there is uh, just been announced or a couple weeks ago now that uh, you know. Uh, Jodie Whittaker is leaving, uh, and uh, Chris Jimble. So the current Doctor, now uh, Porter, spoiler: the Doctor becomes a woman. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, I'm trying to ruin that for you. Um, and uh, Chris Jimble, the, the showrunner, leaving um, um, uh, voluntarily, as far as we know, and uh, <laughs> uh, they're not fleeing or anything. Uh, so there's so it's still a season to go, and then a grand finale. I think of some specials or something like that. Almost, I think movie length. They may even said a feature length ending. So they're going to um, do similar to David Tennant uh, thing yeah, here. Exactly, uh, and uh, yeah, we still don't know. So it's a speculation rampant as to who the new Doctor uh, might be. Uh, it is probably not going to be me, although I'm available. Um, although you okay. can't reach me. Yeah, out there. you should put that out there as much as you can. You know, yeah, it's like the secret. I'm, I'm just putting that out in the in the <laughs> universe. <laughs> well, in right. the meantime, anyway, we should rank this. Uh, while yeah. they sort out who the next Doctor is, we're yeah. going to rank the. That gives you know what it's doing. It's buying us a little time because we still again they keep making these new Doctor Who stories, <laughs> and it is killing this podcast. Yeah, uh, no, no thought for us. No thought for the poor podcaster out there trying to to make a living. And and still not getting any money out of this, by the way. That's right. When when well, do you pay me? Uh, it's uh, the check is in. <laughs> I have to figure out if which mail service I'm using, but mm, then mm, the check mm, will be mm, in that mm, mail. Mm, Look, there are 295 Doctor Who stories. Again, we have just announced uh, an, an additional three or four, uh, so we'll have to change that number too. I mean, mm. that's the thing. The upkeep with this show, just changing these numbers, it, it's killing us. Yeah. It's do you think us. it's easy to add stuff to a spreadsheet? No, it's not. It is not. You have to right click and start row. Sometimes it goes above. Sometimes it goes below. Sometimes you don't know. I sometimes don't have any idea what's going to do. That's true. Hmm. Um, and and through and fighting against all that, uh, we have ranked eighty-two of these yeah. Doctor Who stories. It's impressive. So we're gonna we're gonna add these two more. I, I will get started. Please do. Um, I did. So here's the thing. I did like Turn Left. Um, but not like I said. It just as I've said many times about anything with Catherine Tate in them, I'm like, well, even the bad ones of these are pretty good. I yeah. enjoy them. But um, as I was kind of, so I was, when I was looking to rank this episode, I was starting at the top of the list and sort of seeing where it might fit in. I actually ended up slightly above, uh, was it last episode did, that we looked at midnight? 
Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I ended up just above midnight. So mm-hmm. uh, okay. number twenty-three. Oh, out wow, it's up there. Okay. Eighty-two. Yeah, yeah, pretty high because I did, I did like it. Um, but uh, like I said, I, I, I enjoyed a lot of the Donna acting. I, I enjoyed some of the fan serviceiness of it, but it just felt like I wouldn't return to it a bunch. And mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. yeah, I still enjoyed it. Um. Dalek invasion of the Daleks invasion of Earth 2150 AD. Yes. Uh I did very not exciting. enjoy. <laughs> so I started from the bottom and saw mm-hmm. where I could put that. Mm-hmm. And I ended up not at the very bottom, but oh, um right. I put it um just below Warriors of the Deep, just above Creature from the Pit. Um uh, so it was number sixty-six is where I ended mm. up ranking it. So okay. down there, okay. but okay. not, you know, way down. Mm-hmm. There. Yeah. All right, that's not bad. Uh yeah, I I, I just kind of gave up after a while breaking <laughs> both of these and yeah. they end up. Um, so turn left. I uh, my problem with like I said, my problem with turn left. I just it just doesn't feel like Doctor Who. It's just it's just it's just not right, people. It's not yeah. right. Uh, and uh, and so yeah, I've got it. I've got it way down. I've got it down at number sixty four. Uh, right oh, around wow, Battlefield. Yeah. Um, because it's just yeah, it's just kind of like, I don't. I, I it's good. It's quality television. I, I you know the. The ending with the bad wolf thing gives a momentary bit of excitement. I like the trailer for the next episode. Can we incorporate maybe? You know, but you know what? Trailer for the next episode really lifts it up um, to to remind us there will be a morning after. Uh, there's got to be a morning after uh, after turn left. Um, and yeah, so it's just from a from a just uh, just it just doesn't work for me. Um, uh, as you say, I agree with everything you said about Catherine Tate and stuff, but uh, I got low. Uh, and then Darling's Invasion Earth kind of uh, it, it drops into that sort of weird nostalgia zone for me. So it's a little bit higher um, uh, because mm, it is. Okay. Um, I didn't I didn't mention this. Uh, it is it's one of those ones that was um, uh, probably I think I think it was out on videotape uh, or VHS back in the day before anything else, and so. If it was something that I saw that I could find at the video store, so you know, back in the old days when you went to the to the video store and they had the empty boxes, and uh, yeah. I definitely discovered it and I think rented it many times. Um, and so it was it was a way, and I think I even may have gotten the VHS tape of it fairly early on in my Doctor Who collecting years. So it was, yeah, it's just a very interesting way. And it, interestingly, it would have been a the only way to see the Dalek invasion of Earth story generally, right? That that um uh. That the other the 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 television one hadn't been released on VHS or it was not released until late, um, or and it was just hard to come by or to see it. So um, it was more likely that I saw this story. I, I definitely saw this story before I saw the original Dalek Invasion. Um, and so yeah, this was sort of the closest you could come. Uh, you could come. But if you really squint and put your hands in front of the screen, it seems like Peter Cushing is William Hartnell, basically. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I've got it at uh, number 50, uh, 56, uh, right below Stones of Blood and around the Romans and stuff. Just kind of in my in my weird nostalgic who section, um, uh, and uh, yeah, so it's it's it's, it's it, it rises up from uh, from its memory or its place in my heart, I guess. Well, if I put it into the old supercomputer here, yeah, uh, here. you know, uh, turn left comes up just right in the middle of the pack, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. uh, forty six uh, out of eighty four, and then a uh, Dalek invasion of Earth. Uh, you know, we had it in kind of a similar area, so it mm-hmm. ends up around sixty two. Uh, mm-hmm. Tied with Terror of the Vervoids. Yeah, right. uh, another yeah. one that we both put around that same area. So yeah. Yeah. basically, mm-hmm. nothing changed after watching these two episodes of television. <laughs> Sounds about um, right. Or, or, or a movie. Waste of time. 
Now, look, uh, if you want to waste more time, you can go to mindprobe.show and you can just just while away the hours uh, looking at uh, uh, the watch order. If you want to mm. watch along with us, you can mm. do, or, or if you want to catch up to the podcast, one thing you do, if you're just listening for the first time, first of all, welcome. Uh, second yeah. of all, uh, what you want to do is you want to watch uh, each episode in the same way that we watch it and mm-hmm. then listen to that episode of the podcast mm-hmm. in that order. And we have a, a page, the watch order that lets you do exactly mm-hmm. that. You then can also check your own out- podcast uh, yeah. and try to figure out what we'll say and then compare the two podcasts side by <laughs> yes. side transcripts and see how close you get. That's that's, that's right. Yeah. 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 Well, y'all, well, OK, then you're also going to need to find a friend who either has watched right. all of Doctor Who or has not watched mm-hmm. any of Doctor Who, depending upon who you are in that equation. Right. And then right. do the podcast with them. Yeah. So get get yourself a, a whiteboard and some dry erase markers, and you got to yeah. sketch this out. And re- you got to have a plan. Out, but yeah, it's this doable. Is a- it's doable. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> you got to have a plan. Yeah. Um. So uh, you can do that. You can also check out the rankings and see where we we're wrong on that. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook. Uh, you can email us, uh, mm. John at mindprobe.show, Porter at mindprobe.show, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you can use Twitter mm. to contact me at Porter Mason. And uh, we did have uh, someone reach out a great uh, another Doctor Who podcast called Married to Who. They reached out. And uh, I will tell you that I listened to mm-hmm. an episode or two, John, but I'm a little limited in that I can't listen to any. Uh, they're mainly they're reviewing like Jodie Whittaker episodes and stuff yeah. as they come out and I can't listen to any of it. I mean, so I listened to a couple of the episodes uh, that it looked like it was a couple of brothers talking about some yeah, of the classic some episodes. Brothers. I enjoyed it quite a bit, but it's it's two married couples watching. Did you listen to some of it? I, I, I did. So, well, first of all, we're going to sue them because they okay. watch and talk about Doctor Who. Well, yeah, that's our thing, right? What? It's just like, yeah, so it's like, oh, wow, oh, great. Uh, you know, imitation imitation is the highest form of flattery. Well, no, thank you. Uh, this is our thing. You get your own thing, married to. Um, no, uh, it is, it's two brothers who listen, and they were going through. I think I listened to one of them. Uh, they'd watched Lee Shaw, our favorites, uh, first and, and last episode. That was good. Uh. Um, and then, um, uh, yeah, I have listened to the married to one. I listened to one episode. Uh, yes, and they are, they're up to the Jody Whittaker ones. Uh, I, there appear to be about 400 people on it. So I, there are a <laughs> lot of people talking about Doctor Who. Um, and I, 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 I need like a chart or something. I couldn't tell who was married to who. Um, because some you know, people when, are married. Though, some people are married. Least, yeah. You know. And married to each other. I assume, I presumably, um, I mean, we're married, but not to each other. Right. So right. That, yes. But these people seem to be married to each other on the show. Couldn't quite, I wasn't quite drawn. I had yarn out. I was trying to draw the lines. I mean, what you should do is what I do in any social situation, which is every time I speak, I begin by saying, John married to Mike speaking now. And then <laughs> I say my comment and then everybody always knows where you are. So I, I would I would just suggest that slight tweak to the format uh, married to who, but otherwise a, a fantastic podcast. Um, if you are, yes, if you, 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 uh, I actually didn't see how far they go back. I assume they've gone through most of the new, uh, new ones. Um, but yes, don't don't start if you if you're if you're not ahead of us uh, yet um, uh, in terms of watching the series in order. Don't don't jump in. There's a lot of spoilers up there. Uh, a lot of spoilers ahead, people. But if, if spoilers sees if you've you. already gone th- through the show and want uh, another podcast goes through the episodes, it's it's a good one. Uh, MarriedToWho.com and they're at MarriedToWhoPod at, uh, at MarriedToWhoPod on Twitter. So check them out and thanks for thanks for reaching out and and um, welcome married. Yeah, they tweeted about us. So welcome married to who fans. Uh, welcome married uh, to who fans to our yes. podcast. yeah and um and yeah well thanks a lot paul but uh we've we've got new friends <laughs> yeah paul so, it's been good knowing you but uh, <laughs> yeah. don't let the door hit you where the good lord splits you on the way out 
Um, now we uh, love you, please Paul. Please do keep listening. Sub- subscribe to uh, to us uh, if you're not already. It's a great way to get each new episode of the show. We'd love to have you do that, and of course, uh, rate and review us if you can. Um, John, we have the season finale coming up next week uh, for for season four, and and what else? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, the words uh, panty scorchingly epic are thrown oh, around a lot these days, but uh, that's where we're headed. A lot. A lot of people are saying <laughs> I could see President Biden using that term. <laughs> Actually, yes, that's totally possible. Uh, yeah, we are coming into epic, epic who, uh, as, as we mentioned, the trailer uh, for next week uh, uh, for that was just uh, was rocked people on their heels. People were rocked back. Uh, we are doing the season finale, the two part of the Stolen Earth and Journeys End. Uh, and um, uh, connection wise, the connection will become apparent, I think, pretty quickly when you watch uh, the classic episode. But also uh, one of uh, one of my favorites and, and often considered one of the greatest of all time, uh, the fourth Doctor story, Genesis of the Daleks. Or as I thought when I was a, a young, impressionable six-year-old watching Geniuses of the Daleks. But hmm. it is not. It is, in fact, no. okay. Genesis of the Daleks. So, uh, that yes. So uh, in, in budget time, folks, folks, pace yourselves, budget time. You got a two-parter and you got a six-parter. So there's a lot going on there. But uh, A lot of who. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, who. of who coming up. A lot of who ahead of you, folks. Lot of who here's to the who john here is to uh the future among us of just a lot of great who episodes to watch mm. mm-hmm. here's to marrying people um yeah, yeah. you know marry somebody and then, you know you can always divorce them just, right right easy it's easy should we you know what should we do a crossover what if we did a married to who crossover crossover pod yeah yeah sure. crossover podcast or or like a giant mashup like we've got coming up next week we just had all of us in an episode yes <laughs> we have right the, the 18 people who record that podcast <laughs> uh, we have the, the two of us plus our spouses yeah plus our spouses yeah we can do married couples too actually yeah I guess technically they've been running for a while and so when we brought our spouses on we technically probably man this is going to be a lot of lawsuits this is going to be like a, a law school civ pro problem like suits and counter suits Lawyer well, up, we could right? just record the lawsuits. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> we are. <laughs> Our podcast is taking a dramatic, dark turn. <laughs> <laughs> just, that's important. <laughs> just audio recordings of us filing litigation. <laughs> People are like, remember when it was about Doctor Who? No, it's now. I think you have Rule Twelve B Six motions. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny joke. You're a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be a lawyer. Love is the answer. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Jackie. Love is the answer. Right. Love is the answer. No suits. No one. We love you, Mary. With you. Then again, Paul will we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> mindprobe.show.